stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm back in the saddle to talk about finding top stocks. Many of you have been asking, what should we buy? The stock market is sold off. Things look kind of cheap, but are they? And could we see further slide here? So why buy now? There's all these questions out there. And keep in mind that earnings will likely be cut in the coming weeks on many different stocks because, um, you know, if the economy continues to slow as the Fed raises rates, which is what the Fed is trying to do by raise the, raising the rates, they're trying to slow it, then uh, earnings will likely come down a bit. And we're already seeing the slide from the second quarter earnings season, but we're about to enter third quarter and Many believe we're going to see further cuts to guidance, and even for next year, we're going to start to get some look into next year now from some companies, and that could be a little rocky too. So uh, maybe some stocks aren't quite as cheap as you think. So this leaves the dilemma, what do I buy? But maybe this is the time to get strategic. Maybe you need to start looking at what companies the analysts are actually bullish on, not bearish. Where are they raising their earnings estimates instead of cutting them? Yes, there are actually some companies where they're being raised. So now is the time to use the Zach's rank. You can use it to your advantage in these kinds of sell-offs because it gives you a list of stocks where Hopefully, the earnings estimates are being raised by the analysts. Now, remember the Zacks rank covers over 4,400 stocks. It ranks them number one, which is the top, that's the strong buy, to number five, that's the bottom, that's the strong sell. So you have number ones as the strong buys, number twos are the buys. Number fours are the cells and number fives, as I said, are the strong cells. So it's basically like, you know, the A, B, C, D, and F system, but just one through five. Number threes are the holds. So it's kind of like the C. Um, It's not good. It's not bad. It's just kind of there. And the vast majority of the stocks are going to be number three holds on any given day. About 80% of the whole universe will be number threes. There's nothing wrong with the number three. It uh, sometimes just means that the company reported a while ago and there's been no changes to the analyst estimates. So it might have been a one or a two for a while after an earnings report, but then it dropped down to the number three where it's just waiting for some, some of the analysts to do something, either to cut or the raise. And that's what gives you the change in the Zach's rank. Now, the rank can change daily. It, it is run daily. It's a computer algorithm here at Zacks. It's not us sitting around deciding what is a strong buy or a strong sell. It's the computer design, deciding it. And it is based on changes to the analyst earnings estimates. So either up or down. Are they raising or are they cutting it, their estimates on that company? And by how much? Is it a big raise or a big cut? And are all of them in agreement? Have a bunch of, you know, 12 analysts who cover the company, are they all raising at the same time? The Zach's algorithm looks at all of these criteria and then it gives the rank. And that's why it can change daily because the analysts can change their estimates daily too. 
Mostly the rank gets real volatile during earnings season, as you would suspect, because that's when the company comes out, they miss, they beat, whatever's going on with that end of the story on the earnings, then they may raise guidance or maybe they're lowering it these days. And so the analysts have to go in after the earnings report and adjust their estimates based on what information they have now gotten about the company. So you get a lot of variation in the rank during earnings season. And keep in mind, it's again, not the analysts at Zacks that are raising or cutting the earnings estimates. It's outside analysts at the brokerages, the ones you hear on the conference calls asking questions, you know, the ones from like Oppenheimer, Goldman, whatever, uh, you know, brokerages have coverage on certain companies. Sometimes it's small uh, brokerages that you have not heard of, but those are the ones where we tabulate all the data, we get all of their earnings estimate data in, and then the Zacks algorithm does its thing. So let's take a look at some examples of how the Zacks rank can work during a bear market to help you kind of find maybe the best in breed, the top stocks, because those earnings estimates are being raised for some reason. So one of the most difficult areas in retail right now is apparel. Apparel retail, that's clothing, and that's uh, been crazy here in 2022. It was initially very hot. Uh, to, uh, basically, to start the year, people were going to be going to events again, weddings. This is the busiest year for weddings ever, basically. <laughs> Everything that was postponed is happening this year. They're going Monday through Sunday. You're getting married any day of the week this year. And so a lot of us are guests. We're going to these weddings and people are buying dresses and shoes um, you know, men are buying suits, uh, shirts, things are being bought on the apparel side. So that's been hot. Um, just also any other kind of events, just parties, barbecues, whatever. We're, we wanted to buy some new clothes finally after being locked up. So we are buying apparel, but it's also something that can easily be cut from the budget as inflation surged, as the gasoline prices went to new, you know, 10 year highs. And I was filling my car up for $100 and, hey, maybe I'm not going to buy that new shirt after all. So some of that was cut. So it's kind of a dicey area in retail. And if we go into a recession or maybe we're in one now, but if that continues, if the slowing continues, it is one area that is much more discretionary and you don't have to buy it. So right now, the uh, retail in apparel, because that's like a specific subset of retail on Zax.com, that industry ranks 201 out of 251 industries. It's at the bottom 20% of all Zax rank industries, which indicates that there's a lot of uh, cutting of the estimates. There's a lot of number fours and number fives most likely in that industry and very few number ones. But there is one Zach's number one rank in the apparel industry. And so why not take a look? This is what the Zach's rank is designed to do, right? Um, it intrigued me. Like, why, why is there only one number one? And, oh, it's this one. Interesting. So I decided to take a look. I am familiar with this company. I used to own it in the Zach's value investor, but we did have to get out of it during the volatility and the sell-off. 
but maybe I should have it on my list again. It's Oxford Industries, ticker OXM. O as in O, orange. Um, X as in X-ray, M as in Mary. You might not have even heard of it, but you know their brands. So they own Tommy Bahama and Lily Pulitzer. These are two of the hottest apparel brands. They've been doing double-digit comps after basically the reopening started. Lily Pulitzer, in particular, very popular as for vacation clothes, um, also like on the dress side. But they have really popular stores in like Las Vegas and Orlando. So a lot of people, travelers, you go and you're like, oh, I really wish I had that new swimsuit or whatever. <laughs> like, and then you go and you you buy it, Lily Pulitzer, inside the hotels or the nearby malls. So, and then Tommy Bahama, they actually also run restaurants with some of their stores. And on the reopening, the restaurants have been really popular. I went to one myself in the near Palm Springs. They have one in downtown Palm Springs, but I didn't go to that one. I went to one in nearby shopping mall. It was very nice. They had a nice outdoor deck with the fans going, all of that. So that area is also doing well for Tommy Bahamas. But I discovered when I went in to look around to kind of see what was going on, why is this is X number one rank, even though they did just report a very solid quarter, is because they announced on September 19th that they're acquiring Johnny Wass. Is that right? Was? Johnny was? Johnny Wass? I think it's Wass. They... Um, that is a California lifestyle company. Um, they have 61 stores in 24 states. So this is a surprise because it's been a while since they acquired a brand. They also own Southern Tide and the Beaufort, Beaufort Bonnet. Sorry, Beaufort Bonnet. Those are both kind of like Southernish brands. Uh, Johnny Wass is California-based. They have like boho vintage type of clothing. But again, there's 61 stores in 24 states. I have not been in one, but I have now discovered that there is one in the Southport Corridor here in Chicago. So I'm going to go check them out because I did not know um, what the store was. And they said when they announced that they were acquiring them, and it was for mostly cash, but they did have to tap their revolver for $100 million. They didn't announce the entire purchase price yet until the closing, I think. Then they'll tell us. But they said they need to raise uh, quarterly guidance and full year because the um, acquisition is going to be accretive immediately. And they said two-thirds of the raise was from the acquisition, but the other third of the raise was the strong quarter-to-date performance. So they said that in uh, they had strong performance in full-price direct-to-consumer channels, so they're not having to be promotional. People are just going on the internet and ordering. So this is not the stores. Direct-to-consumer is like online shopping. And then they had a recent Lily Pulitzer e-commerce flash sale that was very bullish for them as well. And so um, that worked. And so they are still, even though I believe last quarter when they actually reported, they also raised guidance. So this is another raise. So you can imagine what this did to the estimates. So they expect full year earnings to now be 1025 to 1060. And the Zach's consensus was at 1026. So two estimates are already up in the last week because they just announced this news. 
And so they're pushed that up to 1050, which is at the higher end of this range. So the analysts are looking kind of bullish here too. That's up 31% from last year when they made 799. So big gains that they would have already seen gains even without this acquisition. So it's not, some of it's organic gains. And then otherwise this acquisition is going to boost it as well. But the shares are down 12% year to date. So they're not getting hammered completely as, as some others are, but still on the weak side because recession is coming. You don't want to own the perils. So as uh, if this market sell-off continues, these shares should get cheaper. Might want to keep them on your watch list. The PE now is 8.5. It's dirt cheap. Dividend, they actually do pay one. They have a very good uh, shareholder belief and they pay it out. It's yielding 2.5. That's not too bad for a retailer. Um, you do have to be caution on the on the retail dividends american eagle just suspended theirs because of difficulties in the business um i think the gap is still paying their crazy one but you know be careful caution but this one not as extremely high as some of the others but still nice at 2.5% and again they have cash on hand they have good free cash flow and yeah um oxford industries is the one and they're the only Zach's number one rank right now, strong buy in the apparel side of things. And now you can see why, and I saw why once I went in and saw, oh, they just announced this acquisition and they raised guidance. Of course, that means estimates are going to be raised and it's going to get the higher rank. So some good things are going on and the Zach's rank can uh, reveal it. It can find the story of uh, what's going on. Now, I know what you're thinking, where's Lululemon? Are they number one? No, they are number two, however, which is the buy. Nothing wrong with number twos. 14 estimates are up in the last 30 days on Lulu. Uh, none are lower, so that's all good. And um, they are expected to see earnings up 26.7% this year to 987 versus 779 last year. So they just keep chugging along. Uh, 2024 or in like the next fiscal year after that up another 16% to 1146, even with troubles in Europe and the slowing there and China zero COVID, they do have a big China business. Even with all of this, they're still basically crushing it in full disclosure. I own Lulu in my own personal portfolio and I have for several years. So I do like them. They're not cheap still. 29.9 um, times is their PE. And shares are kind of holding up there. They haven't uh, totally collapsed either. But I believe with a lot of these kind of big popular growth type stocks that eventually they will uh, cave into the selling pressure as well, even though things are still going well for them. So Lulu is number two, but Oxford Industries, with that another raise in the guidance, is a number one strong buy. So let's switch out of the retail, because that kind of tells the story on how the Zacks rank works. And I just kind of looked at the list. So if you're on Zax.com, we do have a list of all the number one ranks, but you have to be a Zax premium to see it. And it'll, it shows you Zach's number one rank like list. It says it right there on the homepage. And right now 
that list has 241 names on it. Now, again, it can change daily and it ranges anywhere from, I've seen it like 210, 241 is actually on the high side. Um, usually it's around like 225 or so, but around that number is usually the number ones that are on there. Now you can use the list any way you like. It just kind of lists them out when you first go to it. But I like to look at it by industry. So you can tap on the top uh, categories and you can screen by like alphabetical, you can screen by industry. I think like PE is on there, like other things that you can screen for. So I like to look at industry, just kind of get a taste of like, who are the number one ranks? And right now there are a lot of banks on there. So if you tap on it, you'll see a, a decent number of banks, not as many as I might've thought, but we are now a couple of months past their earnings report from the second quarter, and we're about to enter into the third quarter. So most of the earnings estimates are not changing much on the banks. So I feel like even though they might've had a good second quarter and some of the estimates might've been revised higher, then um, they've just kind of been in the holding zone. So a lot of the banks might be down to number twos or number threes by this point, but th there were still quite a few on there. And I, ex I expect after this next earnings reports come in that we're gonna see that list really jump up again with a lot of regional and even community banks as number ones. But outside the banks, um, there's also a couple of other interesting areas. So there's a lot of chemical, specialty chemicals. It's like chemicals dash specialty is what we have it listed as. There's like a handful of those. And most times I'm always like, man, chemicals, who cares? Like that's like too complicated for me, even though uh, my family's in chemicals and I know quite a bit about them, but I'm always like, man, that's boring. But this time uh, I know that it's not that boring because I own several of these that are in the chemical specialty in my portfolios here at Zach's because the lithium producers are listed for Zacks mostly, but not exclusively under chemical specialty. You might also find them under the fertilizers and a few other areas, but there is no real lithium category. It's not reached the level of energy or even like gold, silver, that kind of thing. Um, it's not listed in the metals. It is a chemical compound. So they listed under chemicals for the most part. And I picked out a couple of those to take a look at and see, because I know they're raising guidance at some of them because lithium prices have tripled over the last year, like energy, when the commodity goes up, these companies make more money. And so earnings are on the rise. So the first one I've talked about before on the value investor, maybe even here on Zach's market edge is Albemarle ticker ALB. I own it in the Zach's insider trader. Uh, they are a lithium producer. They have a market cap of 31 billion, so they're not small. They've raised guidance twice already this year. Obviously, they have the Zach's number one rank because those earnings are really soaring and they have to keep revising them higher because the company keeps raising it every quarter. So earnings now expected to be up 425% this year to 21.22 versus just 404 last year. Uh, they do pay a dividend, but it's small, yielding 0.6%. And PE is 12.5 now that they keep raising the earnings, uh, their guidance. So the earnings are on the rise, even with the stock still up 14% year to date. So this is one of the rare ones in the green for the year. 
that PE is still low. So I like these lithium guys. They they do tell the story that something good is going on in that industry. So um, Albemarle ALB is one of the big ones. Now, another one on the list was Livent, Levent, Levant, Levant, L-I-V-E-N-T. And that ticker is L as in Larry, T as in Tom, H as in Harry, M as in uh, Megan. So L-T-H-M is the ticker. And they're up 26.3% year to date. They're smaller. They describe themselves as a lithium tech company. They have a 5.5 billion market cap, no dividend. They're also more expensive at 22 times P of 22, but earnings expected to be up 666% this year to $1.38 versus just 18 cents last year. Four estimates are up in the last 60 days, but it's still holding on to that Zach's number one rank all this time. So um, that is interesting. No change in the rank, you know, since the analysts got even more bullish and raised again. So that's Levant, Livent, Livent, L-T-H-M. And then I did take a look at energy because that's another area where we know earnings are on the rise. And if it wasn't for the rising earnings in energy, the year S&P 500 for the year would be down, would see a decline in earnings. But right now, energy is kind of propping it up because the gains have been just so dramatic this year. So even with WTI back down to 80, these companies are still very profitable even at $80. So um, earnings still looking good. And so I took a look just to see what's there in the explorers and producers because I like those. And there were seven number ones on the list. And there are 40 stocks in the industry, in the explorers and producers. Now that's going to exclude the big oils like Chevron, Exxon. They are not in the explorer producer category. They are in like the integrated. I think it says oil dash integrated on Zax.com. And then there's also services. There's refining and marketing, which you might be like, what does that mean? Well, refining is where they make the products. You know, they make the gasoline or whatever product there is that they're making. And marketing is the service stations. So these are all different types of companies, although the big integrateds, that's why they're called integrated, usually have a component of all of these things, refining, marketing, uh, exploration, sometimes chemicals. It could be numerous things, but they're not in explorers. I like pure explorers when the price of oil or natural gas is rising. So I chose Chesapeake Energy, ticker CHK, out of these lists of seven. Its estimates have three up in the last 30 days, but one has been cut in the last week on Chesapeake. So one analyst decided, eh, I might've been a little too bullish. Price of natural gas and oil has come down a bit. So I'm gonna adjust my earnings down a bit. So the Zach's consensus is now looking for 1765 for the year, down from 1784. So someone cut enough where it moved it down a bit. And that is still, however, up from 30 days ago when analysts were looking for 1631. So still on, uh, you know, going in the right direction, but this will happen. 
especially in commodity stocks, if the price of the commodity comes down like it will with lithium, then you're going to have the analysts have to adjust those estimates down. Even if the story is still bullish, they still have to get in, you know, more in sync with what the underlying commodity is. Uh, So three are higher, none are lower for next year. So nobody's bearish yet on next year. And earnings expected to be up 46% next year to 25.78. So analysts really bullish on next year. So maybe they're really expecting oil prices and natural gas prices to go higher again and remain elevated. Now, Chesapeake is cheap, has a PE of just 5.2. Nobody likes energy still. Market cap of 11 billion. So it's one of the bigger ones. And... um, it's in the top 13% of the industry ranks. So unlike the retail apparels, which Oxford Industry and Lululemon are in, uh, Chesapeake does have the rising earnings. It has much more number ones. Like I said, it has seven number ones out of 40 stocks in the industry. So that's a pretty good number of number ones. So it ranked 32 out of 251 industries in the top 13%. Uh, this stock like I said, was cheap and they do pay that dividend. So they did raise the base dividend last quarter in the second quarter by 10% to $2.20 a share. That's uh, that's for the year, two twenty for the year. That would be a yield of just 2.4%. And that's what it shows on Zax.com. But don't be uh, thrown off by that. You really have to go check the the energy stocks individually because the dividends and the share buybacks and all of that has been all over the place. And I did see that they did a special this last quarter. So uh, Yahoo Finance usually is including the specials in there. So their dividend yield right now is at 6.7% because of the special, but you are getting like the base guaranteed dividend is yielding 2.4 for Chesapeake. And now that uh, WTI has come back down to 80. Your special dividend for this quarter as the crude prices come down will be lower than the past prior quarter. So just keep that in mind that, uh, you know, those super sky high special divvies of the last two quarters is going to come down a bit here, but it'll still be nice. So that's Chesapeake Energy, CHK. Go check out the others. There's a lot to choose from. So while the Zach's rank can narrow it down to the top, Companies, if you get into a hot industry, then there's going to be a bunch of number ones in there like there is in the the lithium side and specialty chemicals. Like I said, there was a handful of them. They might not all be lithium on specialty chemicals, but something good is going on in specialty chemicals because they're all in there and the banks and the energy still. And then you get uh, just a smattering of companies that are bucking the trend like Oxford Industries raising that guidance here in September 2022 in the face of, you know, possible recession coming up or we're in one or whatever's going on, a slowing economy. But Oxford Industries said, eh, we don't notice that. Our customers are still shopping a ton and we're raising our guidance. So that's what the Zach's rank can do. It can find these hidden gems. So how do you get the rank? You have to have Zach's premium to get that list of number ones. Um, And then again, like I said earlier, you can sort that list. You can do whatever you want. I love that list and I do use it often. Um, But 
if you don't want to pay for Zach's premium, I get it. I like to get stuff for free myself, right? So if you want number one stocks, listen to my podcasts. I do two podcasts a week. This one, the Zach's Market Edge. I often talk about uh, Zach Drang stocks on it. It's not always number ones. Depends on what the episode is on, but a lot of times they will be. But certainly on the Value Investor podcast that I do every week as well, that one I tend to cover a lot more Zach's number ones and number twos because I cover a lot more screens on that one. And so we're looking for value stocks with the, the high rank. And so you will get some of the high ranks on that one too. Also, on the front of Zach's.com on our website, we have this uh, article called Bull of the Day. It's Bull and Bear of the Day. There's two of them sitting right there. So just go to our site and scroll down like the middle of the page. You'll see Bull of the Day. There, there's a new one Monday through Friday or whenever the stock market is open. And so that's five a week. And those should be Zach's number one ranked stocks. Like that's the whole purpose of the Bull of the Day is to talk about one of the Zach's number one ranks. Now, occasionally when we write it, and then it gets posted the next day. Sometimes the rank will change. Yes, this does happen. It, it can go to from a one to a two pretty easily. But occasionally we've had one kind of rare, but occasionally it'll go from like a one to a three or suddenly a one to a four, pretty rarely one to a five. Something has to have happened overnight for it to go to one to a five. But occasionally that has happened. And then people get all like outraged, like, why is the bull of the day in number four? Um, so that only just goes to tell you what is happening with the Zach's rank. It does get more volatile right around earnings season. The old estimates that were on there from the prior earnings report where, you know, they maybe did said something good and it, everybody raised their estimates. Those estimates basically fall out of the algorithm. The Zach's rank algorithm doesn't care that much about them. And the new ones haven't come in yet because it's a week before they report. So it gets a little iffy there and you get some stocks that fall to a number four suddenly in there. Just That's just like a weird thing of the Zach's rank. Um, but don't panic because that means the earnings are coming shortly and the whole rank will change anyways once you hear again from the company. So if you want the free Zach's rank, check out those bulls of the day. They're also posted a lot of times on YouTube as a video. You can get them there too. But I really recommend checking out the article because that's where you're going to see like what's happening with the earnings estimates and the chart and whatever else is going on behind the scenes. So um, you may find out a lot more just good details in the article versus the video. But there are ways to get them for free, so don't hesitate to do that. And Or get the Zach's Premium. Um, that's always available on the site. It's not, it's not super pricey, and you get a, access to a whole bunch of things in addition to the Zach's Rank. And that's a good strategy to have. Uh, so the Zach's rank is never 100% perfect, but it does have the ability to pick out stocks or companies that are doing something good, even in these darker times, even during bear markets. There's always a bull market somewhere, and there's always an industry that is doing well, even when others aren't. And then there's always going to be some companies like Oxford Industries that just really has the brands 
and um, you know, customers are still responding even in a recessionary environment. I remember Lululemon during the financial crisis and people used to be like outraged, like who's buying $110 yoga pants during this recession? We're all out of work, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was betting against Lulu then all those years ago. And lo and behold, yes, people did continue to buy the yoga pants, even during those dark times. That's how strong the brand was. I do believe it's strong this time too, but doesn't mean you're not going to get slowing in all of these uh, as the consumer pulls back. So that's why the retail apparel is at the bottom of the barrel on the industry-wide rank, because only the best will rise to the top during a recession. Recessions hit across the board will slow all companies, but some of them will find a way to still kind of try to keep some of their momentum. So Oxford industry so far is one of those. Um, and Lulu is mostly two, even though it's a number two. So keep that in mind and use this X rank because it's very interesting, but at least check in on the bulls of the day because you may be surprised what kind of hidden gems or something you weren't thinking about. You know, it's not the Fang Man stocks. It's these other companies that are doing something uh, right or good right now here in 2022. So let me recap the tickers I talked about again. There was Oxford Industries. That's Tommy Bahama, Lily Pulitzer, and now Johnny Wass. I think they just call it Johnny. Like I watched some videos on YouTube to try to figure out the name and they just call, kept calling it Johnny. So I'm calling it Johnny. I'm going to go to the store here in Southport to check it out. But that ticker is OXM. Then Lululemon, I own it in my own personal portfolio and it is the athleisure winner and still is. It's ticker L-U-L-U, -L -U, but it's a number two. Then we had Albemarle, that's on the lithium side, ticker A-L-B as in boy. Then we also had Levent, Levent, I can't say that one. Um, I like the French kind of pronunciation, right? That one is ticker L-T-H-M, also on the lithium side. And then we had Chesapeake Energy, ticker C-H-K, paying the special dividends, not too shabby. And those earnings estimates still expected to soar for next year. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of this podcast, as well as the Value Investor podcast. You can get both of them on SoundCloud. They're in the same account on SoundCloud. So just put in Zach's uh, Market Edge. You can search for that and you will get both of those podcasts there. But we're, we're on with both episodes or both podcasts on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, we're on Amazon Music, just anywhere you can get podcasts, but be sure to listen in so you can get all of the top Zach's ranks and any other screening tips and other things I'm going to be giving you. Yeah, I know it's tough out there right now, but sell-offs do create buying opportunities and there's always these companies that rise to the top during tough times. And so... Um, the Zach's Rank is a way to try to find some of those companies to dig through the masses. So I'm going to be bringing you more of this all during this fall and as we head towards the end of the year. So again, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks.
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.